This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. VIP stands for very important people, and their small monthly contributions ensure that this podcast remains free for all of you. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member, go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. I sure do thank you for your support. Now, here's your show. I know, right? This week on Dueling Review, we take a look at Action Man, number one, written by John Barber with art by Paolo Villanelli. Long live Action Man! He's the world's greatest special agent, until he dies saving the planet with all the world's eyes upon him. Now his young protege has to step into the role, whether he's ready or not. Uh, so you remember how uh, James Bond Jr., you know that cartoon show, Matthew? From from way back in the 80s, yeah. whatever it was. You know how it was never James any good? James Bond Jr. chasing scum. Yeah, you know how it was never world. any good? I loved James Bond Jr. Yeah, well, you were the one. This kind of feels that way. Yes, I, I can definitely see that. And it is interesting. And I'm not saying that that's not, I'm not saying, I mean, I really hated James Bond Jr., and I'm not saying that this is as bad as James Bond Jr., but it's got problems. <laughs> James Bond Jr. was not terrible. Action Man number one is better than James Bond Jr. Yes. Which, by the way, I kind of appreciate. So. Oh, well, I mean, there's something about this. So there's something about this book that is um, it feels like it is steeped in nostalgia, right? In that... When we are introduced to Action Man at the beginning of this book, he is stiff. He is feels like someone's pulling his string and he's playing a recording, right? Uh, almost like they're talking about the actual, the actual uh, action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, to some degree, they kind of are. Yeah. Because what we see at the beginning, we see that implacable, perfect. Uh, strong hero of the 60s mm-hmm. and he's immediately dispensed with and we're left with a you know a snarky imperfect terrible kind of sort of kind of making it up muddling along yeah like james hero. james bond's nephew well and you know they did something similar with uh captain action a mm-hmm. couple of years ago at uh one of the other companies and Really, it's it's a tried and true formula. I mean, you can't – well, you can, and I wish they would. But there's a belief that you can't play a stalwart 60s-era Silver Age guy straightforward. So you got to take him out. You, you take him out of play, and you take that, that legacy and that name and whatever, and you give it to the new character. And to some degree, that works. I guess, except, I mean, there's so many questions in this that, that go unanswered. Like, um, the new guy, the new action man is I, Ian, Ian, um, Mm -hmm. was part of the, the government system. So, you know, he has to know what he's doing. Uh, this is a special, he's a special branch of the, of the, um, uh, United Kingdom government, the, um, English, English government. Am I 62? No, he's not MI6. That's the whole point that they're making about Action Man is these are a whole different group of people that are not MI6. Uh, they're not MI675. Yeah, they're they're not uh, part of any of the regular branch stuff that, that people know about, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But if this guy is such a 
screw off. If this guy is such a doofus that everyone claims that he is, why is he action man? There's a big uh, confrontation that he has with one of his uh, fellow agents. And he's like, oh, you're just mad because I got the uh, position instead of you. Mm. If the guy's emotionally unstable, if the guy is not performing well on right. his tests, if he's uh, mm. um, disobeying orders, he shouldn't be action man. So part of me wonders, how did this guy get the action man position? It's not just because action man died, because there was right. something there was something that happened in between the four years of action man dying and Ian stepping in where they mm -hmm. had to select from the other agents who would be action man. I think it's kind of, uh, in fact, Ant-Man jumps from the same problem. It's kind of that expectation where, for some reason, this guy is the chosen one. I guess, okay. And whether or not, and you know, it happened in Ant-Man too. There mm -hmm. is a much better candidate right there. Right, right. But for whatever reason, the people in command don't want to use that character. And the real reason is, narratively speaking, a hero who's kind of a, a goofy, loose cannon, off-the-rails character, guy is more fun to write about it but is but some of his i mean some of his stuff and i've always i've always had a dislike for the roger moore james bond because he was always very flippant and he was always telling really stupid jokes um and there are times when this feels like that and i know a lot of people like the roger moore james bond right. i don't and that's fine if people like him but this kind of feels like that in many places where he's sliding down a uh, a hill and uh, comes to rest with his legs straddling uh, a, a large tree and he's like oh yeah mind the gap there boys you know uh, don't don't hit my nuggets um and it's just like oh, okay <laughs> that mind the gap is a joke about the difference yes. gap between trains yes i know that I know that, but he's talking about his, his balls. Okay. So it's the fact that he just, he just crashed a train is, is, is why that's a joke. No, I know it's a joke, but Matthew. Yes. I understand that. I think it's a bad joke and I don't think it's, I don't think it's funny. But it's not a joke about his nards. It's a joke about the trains. No, he's talking about his nards. I, I don't believe that is. The I, I think it is because he is so close to hitting his testicles on that branch, that that is what he's talking about. I th think the thing that I expect to happen, the thing that kind of has to happen is there has to be something that we don't see. Right. To justify Ian being the face of the action man program. And we don't see it, but I expect that this first arc, you know, if it's four issues or six issues or whatever it is, is going to have to show us what that is. It's going to have to show us the thing that makes him, you know, the better choice than the extremely well-trained gentleman who smacks him around halfway through the issue. Yeah. So part of the, uh, the, the ongoing plot of this series is that over on the Guernsey Isle, uh, that is where the original action man headquarters were. And, um, some group has taken it over uh, proclaiming to be and trying to create, create a free independent, um, separate state from, from England. And they're what the agency is really worried about is that there's sensitive information that's still there that people can still get a hold of. And they think that that might be what they're really there for and not a governmental protest. Mm -hmm. I'm, so if we are to believe that for whatever reason, this guy was dropped into the position of action man. Here's a prediction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's put into that position because whoever put him into that position knows that. He wouldn't be corrupted by an by a mole from the inside. 
And the guy that uh, is mad at him, that was beating mm-hmm. up on him in the ring, is probably a mole. <laughs> he will have to turn out to be the bad guy. Yes, which in itself has got a lot of problems attached to it. But um, yeah, it does. But I think his his attitude of hey, I'm doing what's right. I'm not taking any guff from someone. I'm really dedicated to one purpose, and that is finding the uh, Doctor X or Professor X or whatever his name mm-hmm. is. Um, Doctor X. I think another Doctor X happening. Yes, I th- I think that that's uh, a driving force for him. Yeah, I can see that. I think what it really comes down to for me is a question of whether I believe that he should be the action man or not is almost less important than whether he's fun to read about. Yeah, yeah, I will agree with you there. And you know. I, there are bits and pieces of this that I think are brilliant. I really love the reference to G.I. Joe. That's mm-hmm. just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the whole breakdown of the issue is such that it's it's almost textbook is what this is. This is that first, you know, beginning of, of our hero on his journey. But <laughs> more importantly, Ian does things that are wrong and demonstrably not the perfect thing to do. And yet you still kind of go, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. The point where he leaps out to attack the bad guys because he doesn't want the bad guys to win because they may be working for Dr. X. That's a moment where I'm like, yeah, I I can buy that. Mm -hmm. I, so even though I really don't care for this first issue, especially with the weird, how did this guy get into this position? You're right. right. It is a fun read in that it is action oriented. It is moving from one step to the another. I know there's another publisher out there that's doing a James Bond comic. It's not as quote unquote fun as this action man is. So I guess if people are looking for a poor man's James Bond, but funnier, <laughs> right. uh, this will fit that bill. Now, is this part of the Hasbro shared universe? Uh, I don't know. I believe it is uh, San Diego Comic-Con. In fact, the uh, solicitations for IDW's comics that are coming out in September went up on the Majorspoilers.com website today. And it's talking about the Revolution line. And in that, that is where the Hasbro titles are coming together. So in this, we'll see Transformers, G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Rom, Action Man, and Mask in one cohesive continuity. So uh, Strawberry Shortcake, My Little Pony... Mm-hmm. Those will not be part of the uh, of the event, but those those will, and certainly Action Man. Oh gosh, dang! Instant audio play stuff. I hate you. Um, but yes, Action Man will be part of this. Cool. I I honestly want to see some Action Man GI Joe crossover. Stuff. I think that would be interesting. Sure, and maybe yeah. But yeah, I. The thing about it, and this is a thing that we get into with any licensed property, is in comics more than anything, with probably the exception of movies right now, are really hooked on the idea of make sure that it's accessible and familiar. Mm-hmm. And this story is successfully familiar to me. It's that story of uh, it's a it's a ne'er do well, but he's been thrust into the spotlight, and he's the main man now. And you know, it's it's varsity blues. It's that thing where the guy who is not quite ready for prime time has to step up and be the man. And how Ian response to that and whether he can actually do it, I think is going to really make or break this particular issue, this particular book. Yeah. So what's the bottom line for you? Is this a pick up and read it book? 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I would say it's a rush right out in a buying frenzy book, but it's definitely it's interesting. It's charismatic. Mm -hmm. The art's really good. I feel like the art is very strong throughout. And you know, all in all, I think it's pretty good. Even if you have no idea of the rest of the stuff or the you know the underlying hey, there was an action man Twilight. You don't need to know any of that. You you don't need to know why one of the guys looks like Phil Coulson. You don't need to know any of this stuff. It's just something that happens, and you, you can you can go along for the ride, and I feel like it's a pretty strong book. Yeah. I, I would agree with you. I don't think that this is a rush-out-and-buy book, but I also know that this is not a miniseries that's just going to end and that's it. Uh, because this is part of the greater Hasbro uh, universe, we're going to see more Action Man uh, coming down the pipe later on. I, this is I not a this is not a book that I really like. If you will, I, I, this is a book that I did not like that much uh, personally reading. But I think there's some fun in it, and I think that people will read it and enjoy it. Might be better, and I know people hate it when I say this. Might be better to just wait for the trade on this one. So there you go. Don't no. Coming out next week from Dark Horse Comics, we have Barbed Wire Trade Paperback Volume 2, Hot Wired. We have Leaving Megalopolis, Surviving Megalopolis, Number 5, Lobster Johnson's Metal Monsters mm -hmm. of Midtown, Number 2, uh, and a whole bunch more from Dark Horse. Uh, DC Comics has Art Ops, Number 9, Batman and Robin Eternal Trade Paperback Volume 2, Deathstroke Annual, Number 2, Grayson Annual, Number 3, uh, let's see, Legends of Wonder Woman, Number 7, which is a great read, and Teen Titans Annual number two. For some reason, it seems like a small week next week, even though I know. And again, we're reading these way mm -hmm. early. I thought there were a couple more Rebirth titles coming out or at least getting into the main stuff. I think next week is a fifth week. Oh, is though. it a fifth week? Oh, okay. It? All right. That explains why there's It'll be so the many 29th. annuals. Yeah. yeah, that explains why there's so many annuals coming out. Uh, but you can pick up Dark Knight 3 Master Race number five. That is a $6 book if you're going to go pick that up. Uh, over at IDW Publishing, Three Devils, number four, Archangel, number one, gets a second printing, Biggest Bang, number two, Dirk Gently, A Spoon Too Short, number five, Ghostbusters International, number six, uh, Street Fighter versus G.I. Joe, number five, Rocketeer at War, number four. Uh, and then uh, because of that sci-fi series, a lot of people would probably be interested in picking up Winona Earp, number five, as well. Image Comics is Blackjack Ketchum Trade Paperback, East of West 17, Jupiter's Legacy, Volume 2, Number 1, uh, and Sex 29. It is a very small week next week, not a whole lot. Uh, Marvel Comics has the all-new, all-different Avengers, Number 11, Black Panther, Number 3, Daredevil Punisher, Number 2, Darth Vader, Number 2, uh, Hyperion, Number 4, Hyperion, Hyperion, Hi Hyper Ion. Hyperion. Hyper, I'm going to go with Hyper Ion. Of course you are. Yes. Mockingbird, number four. Uh, Silk, number nine. Spider-Man, number five. And then if you want to get the whole run of the uh, Spider-Man Deadpool series, issues one through six are all getting uh, reprints and first releases next week. Star-Lord, number eight. Star-Lord and um, uh, Kitty Pride still a thing, or did they break up already? I believe so. Okay. The internet. Uh, X-Men, the worst X-Man ever, just kind of like this episode. Uh, number five arrives in stores. In all the rest category, uh, Betty and Veronica, Friends, Comics, Annual Digest 249, 249 annual digests of that come out. Uh, Badger number five, Battle Rabbits, Graphic Novel Volume 1. Wow. Wow is all I can say. Chum number three. <laughs> 
Uh, what is this? Con, oh, Conman's Spectrum. For a minute, for some reason, I thought it said Calmars, and then some other word that sounds like Spectrum. <laughs> uh, Deus Ex number five, Doctor Who, Tenth Doctor, trade paperback. Doctor Who, the Ninth Doctor, number three. Uh, let's see. Grimm's Fairy Tale, Satan's Hollow, Helena, number three, or Helena. Um, Hel- Legend Helena Handbasket. Yes. Uh, Legend number two. Uh, the what is that? Ravening number one. That's a mature reader's book. I'm for some reason I'm going to guess Ravening number one is from um, your favorite friends Matthew who do the um, do the uh, <laughs> twisted thing. Crossed. Crossed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is that co- company? Uh, Avatar. I nope. This is Boundless Comics who puts this out. Oh. It's definitely a mature reader's book. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, what else do we have? We have. Sounds of Your Name trade paperback, also a mature reader's book. Uh, three yeah, Stooges. There's three, a ma and a. Three Stooges, uh, Stoogapalooza comic book. That's four ninety nine. <laughs> Vamp Blade number five. Exo Man Award number 47. You know, I never understood like Three Stooges comics or Jerry Lewis comics or even Bugs mm-hmm. Bunny comics. Because so much of what made those guys Stooges, Bugs Bunny um uh Jerry Lewis funny was the physical comedy and physical comedy translated to comic books doesn't work you can't do a pratfall oh it can it can but man have you ever read some of those uh, old three stooges comics yeah i kind of like them i i love funny books i the, like them when they're funny stuff. but i like them when they're funny but it was just the stuff in the three stooges just I think didn't come across as as the timing the timing felt off, and the physical comedy didn't come across as well. Yeah, whatever. Mm. All right, uh, you can check yeah. out the complete list next week at majorspoilers.com. Next week on Dueling Review, Lobster Johnson, Metal Monsters of Midtown number two, written by Mike Mignola and John Arcudi, Arcudi, uh, with uh, art by Tanchi Zonjic. The face-off against giant robots continues as Lobster Johnson's investigation leads him to a woman whose story reveals the ancient origins behind the machine's gleaming exteriors. Ooh, that's next time on Dueling Review. You can show your support for the show and everything we do at Major Spoilers by becoming a very important person at members.majorspoilers.com. Your contribution allows us to keep this show going, pay for our growing costs, and hopefully get a better internet connection for Matthew. And it also gives us the motivation to produce more content for you. Thank you so much for checking out Dueling Review, and we will talk with you next time when you'll hear Matthew say... podcast is copyright 2016 by major spoilers entertainment llc life's better with american family insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind save up to 25 percent by bundling home auto and life american family insurance get a quote find an agent at amfam.com Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.